Welcome back, everybody, um, to episode two. We are super excited to have you guys returning. Hopefully, there are a few more of you this time. Um, I am Bailey Gates, and I have with me high-end cow, and we are the host of this podcast. Today, we have such a special guest, um, our first official guest, right, Bailey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are... You are the first official guest, and I feel like this is just really huge. I love this. So exciting. <laughs> yes. And so I'm going to let you introduce yourself. You go first. Okay. Well, hi. My name is Crystal. Um, I actually met Miss Hyen um, through my son. So I do have two kiddos that are on the spectrum, and uh, my oldest is it has ADD. But because of high-end, I was actually able to um, just help my son assist him better and just have this connection with her that is just so hard, especially when when you just find out that your baby is on the spectrum. She was able to, you know, help me, guide me. And it's just, she's kind of like a family member, (laughs) even though she doesn't know it. Yeah. No, Crystal, I have to tell you. So you, so when we first started like this podcast journey, Bailey and I, like, we like revamped so many times. Cause the first time we uh-huh. were like, let's give advice to people. And so then we were like getting like, kind of just frustrated with it because we were like, God, there's so much advice to give. But every time we got <laughs> on the call, it was always just us like talking about stories, working in the yes. business that we were doing, like crazy things we hear from you know, colleagues and friends. So we're like, no, it should be about stories. But the first time we filmed, I brought you up because, and I didn't say your name or anything, but I brought you up because I, she asked me, what's the one story that like reminds you of special ed or like why you stay in it. And Mm -hmm. I brought you up because I don't think you know this. And I was trying to go back in my journal because I journal on my um, phone and I've been journaling for like seven years and I journaled about you, but I can't find the entry. So once I find it, I'm gonna have to send it to you. But I journaled because I thought you were really upset with me. <laughs> like I was so sad because, and I remember this day specifically because I was like, the first time I met your son, which I know we're going to talk about it. I was like, something's off, not like in a bad way, but I'm like, he's not speech only. That's like the worst name. And I was like, something, you know, something's different with him. And I think that he'd be better in a different placement. And I remember kind of like talking to all the other special education people at the school and they were like, well, there's nothing we can do now. Like, da, 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 da. And I remember just bringing it to your awareness and you're like, nah, I don't see it. And I was like, okay. Like, I just, I think I just asked you like, Hey, do you think that there's anything else going on? Yeah. And you were like, no, it's just speech. And I was like, okay. You know, not trying to like rough the feathers or anything like that but I just remember having like another conversation you're like no I don't I just don't see it and I was like oh my gosh I think she's so mad at me I'm just trying to do it and I remember just journaling about it because I thought I like ruined like our work relationship which was really sad to me but then obviously it's a better story like towards the end but yeah I I talked about it and I was like she was so upset but then obviously we got services she came I think you came to the understanding towards the end of the year right well, I think it happened, and I'm pretty sure we'll get into it further yeah. on. Um, long story short, dad had uh, grew up with a family, another, a second family, um, and there were signs. So he mm. was already exposed to the autism spectrum. Uh, rather, like me personally, I hadn't. So yeah. to mm-hmm. me, it was just like, oh, speech only, speech only. Uh, but he he called it. He he caught it. 
So when yeah. I brought it to him, he was yeah. <laughs> like, what? You didn't tell me. <laughs> so Crystal, maybe for everybody and just share what you're comfortable with sharing, but kind of give us a a, a a timeline, a rundown of your kiddos. I know you said they're both on the spectrum. Like, you know, they started out speech only. What kind of led into this? And, and like, how did they get into, I guess, special education? Yeah, so, great story. Well, the, the two that have, uh, that are on the spectrum are my two youngest. Um, it's my middle child and uh, the baby. So the middle child, his name is Arian. That's who I know. <laughs> which I was able to give him services for speech. So what happened was I worked at a school at the time. And so I was able to bring Arian along. Um, mind you, I already noticed that he wasn't talking. He was around four years old. Okay. So he would do this talk through his throat type of situation. So it was like, mm, 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 mm. but it wasn't, he wasn't mouthing or anything. So um, the teachers uh, that were coworkers at the time, they came to me and they're like, hey, we're, we're a little concerned. He's like, he doesn't talk. And I'm like, yeah, I know, you know, whatever you guys think, let's push forward. You know, I want him to get services, yada, yada, yada. Here comes in uh, Miss Cow. At the time, she was Miss Cow. So I know, uh, everybody called me Miss Cow. I hated it. <laughs> but I loved it because it was y'all's campus. Like, you're the only one I allowed that to happen. I still, to this day, when people are like, this is Miss Gates to any students, I'm like, I'm Miss Bailey. Please call me Miss Bailey. Don't ever call me Miss Gates. I yes. hate it. I hate it. <laughs> yes, but Miss Cow at the time. <laughs> at the time, and, you know, she was, she was really open and honest and she was like, Hey, you know, just like unofficially she would take me to the side. She's like, Hey, you know, there's a couple of things there, you know, little red flags. And I was like, huh, really? I don't think so. But, um, you know, she, she felt comfortable enough to tell me before even having an official meeting, which is where our friendship and, um, I guess just the openness that we had and, it just showed me how concerned she was for Arian at the time. But um, now, you know, bringing it back home and telling dad, and he's like, well, yeah, you know, just tell them, go ahead and do the full evaluation. He's like, um, I see it. He's like, he's lining his toys up. He doesn't talk. Um, he, he was also very picky. He wanted crunchy food. And at this time, I was oblivious. I did not know what the signs were for autism, um, but he 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 was a little bit more educated on on it rather than me. And then that's when we finally had the conversation at the school and the official, you know, art meeting. And um, it was really hard. It was a hard pill to swallow, which it is for any parent. Um, but you know we, I guess it kind of helped knowing, dad knowing, and having that background and that education and that exposure with someone on the autism spectrum. Um, so it was very hard. He took it really bad. He took it really bad. He took it really hard. He's not a type of uh, person that shows emotion as far as uh, crying. And, but he, he was, at home one day by himself. And I remember him telling me this and it stuck. 
um, he ordered off of Amazon. I think it's ABC Autism or something like that. He said when he ordered it, he 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 cried. You know, because yeah. it's it's hard to for someone to tell you. And and this is how generally I would assume that parents take it. Your kid's not okay. So your kid's not normal. I guess you can say. But mm-hmm. now that you know we've experienced him and he's blossomed. He's blossomed. He really has. He's in general education. They've even told me to try and get him tested for DT. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's he amazing. Has, I know he has his own friends. He's never had any issues. He has his own um, sense of humor, which is a little bit dry, kind of more like dad <laughs> than mine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but he's amazing. Um, he's he catches on really quickly. Um, once he focuses on something, he dissects it. So right now he's into um, natural disasters. So I, I look at his YouTube, it's all tornadoes and hurricanes <laughs> and tsunamis. And hey, mom, did you know? And I'm just like, oh my God, here we go. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. But I will say like, even whenever I did speech therapy with him, I would tell you all the time, like he's such a quick learner. He just like needed visuals, like, and that's the importance of like early intervention. Like that's why I kept like pushing it. Like he'll he'll be so different. And I remember you asking me specifically, like, well, what's gonna what's his future gonna look like? And I couldn't answer that question because I was like, I don't know. Like, but I can also I know stories where students go into general ed and stay in general ed, you know, and don't need that many supports in middle school and high school. But it's dependent on like if they get services early, if they're really invested in their child's education yeah. even outside of school right and so yeah I just remember that but I I do remember this whole general education thing was an issue too mm-hmm. like yeah um, and I want to I want to dive into it because I know Bailey doesn't know this story but, yeah I've never heard this <laughs> but I wanted to ask you like you said dad was dead like re- took it really hard but how did how did it impact you um I mean it, it it's literally the unknown being afraid mm-hmm. not knowing yeah trying to educate myself so luckily I was working in the school so I was able to talk to his teachers off the record if you would like hey what do you see what do you know how can I help him what can I do um besides reading books like what like I didn't know this was a whole brand new chapter that I never thought that I would have to open Crystal just knowing that from the parent side of things you know as educators I know too, it's so, at least for me, when I have to go to a parent and say, hey, I think there's an additional area that I have suspicions about, um, it's a it's a challenge because, you know, like no parent, kind of like you said, wants to hear that. And then that first thought that a parent has is what's wrong, right? What's wrong with my child? And I so, what, what did I yeah. do wrong? Did I? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the first thing that comes, what did I do wrong? Did right. I, yeah. did I, what did I do during my pregnancy years? Absolutely. But, you know, yeah. Like well, and I think speaking to that piece, like Haiyan, how did you approach that conversation with Crystal to say, Hey, I have this suspicion or this concern. And I mean, you know, looking back on it now, what were some things that maybe you would have done differently in that approach? Um, I think I just, I think Crystal kind of said it. Like, I think I, I approached it with like a, like, um, 
with the knowledge of knowing I was trying to do what was best for her kiddo, right. even though it was such a hard thing to say. Like, I think telling a parent that their child's on the spectrum or has an intellectual mm-hmm. disability is like the worst things I think I yeah. have to deliver. Like, I hate it. I hate it more than anything. But coming from the sense of like it being an honest conversation, like you had said, Crystal, um, and just knowing that I was doing it for him. Like, I mean, I know it was devastating for you, but you know, my, I think role in education is not like, not only to build a a positive relationship with the parents, but it's really for the kids. Like I've always put the students first and that's why I was so devastated. Cause I was like, Oh no, it's going to ruin our friendship. But then I was like, I'm doing this for Arian though. Like I, it just, to me, it was like, really, it really did suck, but I was doing it for him, you know, like just knowing how much he could progress with other resources in his education I knew it'd be he'd be completely different and he was and he's shown you that right Crystal yeah absolutely and I I really think what what also helped me um and high end as far as her delivering is that we already kind of had a a friendship we already had an established relationship it wasn't just like hey someone that uh just comes in that just came into my life Mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna do this test Hey, we're gonna do this. Hey, yeah. oh, you know what? By, by the way, your your you know your your child needs is on the spectrum. You know, so yeah. it was it wasn't someone unknown. So I think that's yeah. what helped us as well. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. And so yeah. then I know earlier, Hyen, you said something about general ed, and so I'm assuming oh that there was an issue <laughs> with your child being identified as having autism, and then also going into the general ed class. And so what is that? Yeah. What was that situation? Yeah. You can start your end. <laughs> well, I just, I wasn't at the school anymore. So the school that her son was going to, I wasn't, um, I wasn't going to be there, but I just remember Crystal like reaching out and being like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to put Arian in a self-contained classroom And mind you, like in early childhood, he was in a general ed slash special ed. You know what classrooms are talking about, Bailey. Yeah. yeah. Um, But it was, he was mainstreamed in that, like all day with general ed students. Like there was no reason to put him in a self-contained classroom. And I just remember Crystal like calling and she was like, they won't enroll him. One issue. Two. Yes. Two. (sighs) And then mind you, this is her zone campus. This is her freaking zone campus. Oh my gosh. Um wouldn't enroll him and two said that if they enrolled him that they, they were going to put him in, in self-contain and, and this was, so he um, was going from early childhood to elementary school. okay so mm-hmm. like we're going from pre-k kinder to first grade or he's going like pre-k to kinder pre-k to kinder pre-k to yeah. kinder okay wow mm-hmm. yeah wouldn't let him enroll oh wanted to be gosh. self-contained and I remember Crystal calling like what do I do and I was like you do not let him then put him in Jeanette I mean, I mean, uh, self-contained. I said, right. I'm putting my foot down. Like, you do not let that happen. He does not deserve to be in special. I mean, a self-contained classroom. Like, that's not least restrictive environment. So I kind of um, gave you advice on that since. And then I also remember calling the person. I just remember her saying to me on the phone, well, we're not going to enroll him because he's autistic. And I said, say that one more time. And I'm going to report you because that is illegal. What you just said was illegal. And she went, dead silent on the phone wouldn't say anything else and I was like exactly wow. like you are you're discriminating against him who does that oh my so then, gosh Crystal you tell your side from a parent because I remember being so devastated for you 
So it, it all began once the end of the year started the, hey, pre-register, pre-enrollment. Um, so I did like any other parent did. I right. I pre pre-registered. Um, I gave all you know required documents to the school. Um, every, everything was uh, to me. Everything was ready to go. Yeah. And then, um, you know, me, I just wanted to be proactive. Like, hey, my son is on the spectrum. He's in a, um, you know, this gen ed slash, you know, special classroom for students on the spectrum, but mm -hmm. are getting pushed into the mainstream classroom. Absolutely. Um, I'm like, he's not a behavior issue because I know, you know, people think autism behavior. Um, so, and uh, they're like, okay, okay, we'll look into it. I'm like, okay. But when I spoke to them over the phone to try to get his promotional art moving, cause I thought, Hey, I'm a parent. Maybe I can get this moving faster. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're like, oh, well we, you specified he's on the spectrum. So he's going to go to this other school that has a special classroom for, for those type of kids. I said, excuse me? I was like, no. I go, my child does not need to be in a special classroom. He needs to be in a general ed classroom. Mm -hmm. um, and um, he, he he doesn't need to go to the other school. You're, you're his own school. He's going to be going there in August. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, wait, but you haven't even seen his FIE. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to argue with you. Um, I'll have my special ed chairperson contact you. And I left mm -hmm. it at that. Mm -hmm. After that, that's when I hung up, and that's when I called hanging out. I'm like, I am. This is <laughs> I can't believe it. Help me. I don't know what to do. Uh, but it was very frustrating. It was very frustrating. It was very. Um, I felt belittled. Yeah. I felt like my son was not welcome to his own school. I felt like he was being discriminated. Uh, it's just, it was a whole nother door was open and shut at the same time because he was on the spectrum. Now, yeah. when I talk to people and they they learn after they meet Arian that he's on the spectrum, they're like, what? He mm -hmm. is? How? I like to describe his autism as that he has a touch of it because you can't tell unless yeah. you're looking for it. Mm -hmm. He's a great kid. Like he you won't know he's on the spectrum until I, until I tell you, yeah. or unless you're, you're a person that's in the educational, um, if you're aware, if you're a doctor, if you, you know, you're one of you guys, you guys, yeah. but if you're yeah. not educated, you can't tell that he's on the spectrum. So that's what right. really upset me. Well, so I think it's so unfortunate too, to know that like, this was your experience as a parent of a child in the district, but you were working in that district at the same time. Like you were a parent and an employee in this district and it didn't matter regardless, they were still giving you this kind of pushback. And so I can only imagine for parents who either don't work for the district or don't have a contact in the district, like Hyann or someone that can advocate what are they going to Where do? Where do you go to? You know, exactly. who do you go to? Who do you ask? Other than to just kind of get pigeonholed into whatever this person, whoever it was you talked on the phone, Hyann, says, yeah. yeah, we're going to send this child to a special campus in a self-contained classroom because he has yeah. autism. Yeah. It's and I think, Crystal, to like what you were saying too, is like, 
I, Bailey and I say this all the time is like, nobody, you can have a diagnosis, but everybody looks so different. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there's a huge spectrum. That's why it's called a spectrum. You can have some very severely, some severe behaviors. And then you can also have some that are not mm-hmm. kids that are gifted. Some kids that are not like, it's just so big that it's, it's crazy to me that like, I hear that comment a lot, like, oh, well, they don't look like they're on the spectrum. Like, what is it supposed to look like? Somebody mm-hmm. looks <laughs> what is this supposed because to when you figure it out really do let us know yeah. because at this point like it, it is it's so true and like these these students not only does everybody look so different but every kiddo has different strengths and gifts mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. if you can identify those and target those for those students I mean and I, I just think it's really sad and unfortunate that your first real experience and like trying to move your child up and promotion arts and all that was no we're not enrolling you here because he has autism I mean what but it gets worse right crystal oh god (laughs) we haven't even hit hit the yes it gets worse oh god Bailey I from working in the district I was shocked because like I was in that like in in that I worked with like the senior manager that like tried to handle this case and I and we were both like flabbergasted at what they were trying to do still weren't trying to listen to what was done correctly but crystal go ahead so basically what ended up happening is um they did a home visit mind you my son was not enrolled yet bailey they were doing a home visit to verify if she lived in the zone we live there yes yes Yes. i'm sorry look i'm over here like oh they did a home visit Wait, so wait, see her no. child wait, that's to not see the... his abilities. Oh my God. To verify that she lived there, they did a um, home visit. They sent security. Do you hear me? What? Crystal. There's, there's one more. They even went to go do a home visit at dad's house. To make sure he was in the zone. No. Because if either one of you weren't, he's not coming. No, to make sure that we didn't live with dad. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because dad lived in a different like zone school Mm -hmm. area. She lived with her parents at the time. Right. Crystal. It was your mom's house. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. And the only reason why I knew is because dad called me. He's like, Hey, police just knocked at my door. It's like, how do you know? And he's like, it's on the ring. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, no, no, they did not. He's like, yeah, they did. I was like, I hung up and that's when I called high end again. And I was so mad. I was crying. I was like, high end, they did a home visit. Like, how dare they? Can they do that? He's not even enrolled. Oh, like, how, how are they doing a home visit? For my, it's disgusting. For my, my understanding, you are only able to do a home visit if it's attendance, disciplinary, or you're trying to do um, a welfare visit or um, trying to build a, com- a, a communication between the family and yourself. Because um, you haven't heard from them. Exactly. Yeah. But again, he wasn't even enrolled yet. So how yeah. are you supposed to, how, how can you justify the visit if he's not even, even enrolled yet? Correct. That is and honestly, like, I think because, you know, the chain of events, you know, that they were doing it just for that purpose. It was to prevent you from um, enrolling if, if you weren't in the zone. I just think it was more of 
intimidation. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, and, and, and like, who knows how long um, they were getting away with doing stuff like that. But unfortunately, I was already, I had friends that loved my kiddo and were able to help me. If it wasn't yeah. for that, I'd probably be, probably just be like every other per- parent. Okay, I'm going to the other school. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Because then you also think about it and you're like, maybe I don't want to send my kid here because they're right. doing all this shit to prevent my kid from coming. Like, do I really want to come? But it was easier for you. It's right yeah. by your house. I mean, like the logistical, you have to get to work. I mean, what are you going to do? Drive across well, And town? then also just the basic understanding of like, you have access to your public school. Like, Correct. you should have access to the public school closest to your home. Yeah. I mean, that is... So, okay. Okay. So I'm trying to follow this. You're trying to enroll, set up a, set up your promotion art. They're like, we're going to hold off on that. Then you call, they're like, I'm trying to enroll. They're like, we're not doing that. He needs to go to this other campus. Then you're like, no high end calls. She's like, say it again. I'll record. I love that. (laughs) Then they send police to your home, both homes, yours and dad's to see if y'all live in either place. Did they ever, like, did they eventually enroll him after that? Like, what happened? Yeah, give us the success story, Crystal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, like, after all of these hoops we jumped through, did he eventually yes. get enrolled? Yes, he did enroll. Um, and, and when I did speak to the administrators, I was, um, I did voice my concerns. I was like, hey, you know, this has been really tough to try to get him just enrolled. Um, uh, at this point, I, I I'm, I don't even want him here. <laughs> yeah. Because of safety. Like, are you going to treat him like that when I'm not around? Yeah. But um, no, everything was fine. They were very, they were very humbling. They were, <laughs> they were very from it. And um, yeah, he, he was enrolled. He went to teacher. I All I asked him was, hey, can you just please put him with someone who has experience with a child that's on the spectrum? Mm-hmm. That was my only request. I didn't, ex- mm-hmm. I didn't expect them to do anything special um, because that was one thing that I've, I've, I tried to instill into Arian is like, Hey, yeah, you may be on the spectrum, but the world doesn't change for you. The yeah. world does not care if you're autistic or not. Yeah. You still need to go this way, even though your mind goes this way. I was like, you have to find your way. That's going to work for you to go this way and come back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay mom like he gets it he understands it so um but you know I I try my best to make sure that he's aware yeah you're a little different buddy but that doesn't mean that it's bad it's not it's not a bad thing I will say you forgot the best part that was so after they did all of the camp like the stupid visits and stuff I remember Crystal you'd said that like I think he brought you in asked you to your face are you sure you live here and you were like are we, are we serious? Yes. He did and not. Then that, and that's when. Are you sure of your address? Are you sure of your actual residence? Yes. What? And so after she did that and she was like, yes, like I live here. None of your business too. None of your business. I live here. I have the electrical bill. Isn't that all they're supposed to ask you anyway? Electrical bill, like whatever. Yes. Um, like so, a utility bill. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's it. So after you they ask you that, then that's when they address. enroll. Yes. <laughs> yes but then they enrolled and then he actually has been super successful you sent me a picture um what did he get it was like 
student of the month or you got some award yes it was um it was an award of uh respectfulness or something like that of some sort so he he was chosen out of all his peers to receive that award um not just that but you forgot about what he drew for you so a couple years down um they no I have to show you a picture can I am I allowed to send it this was, I, I journaled this, Crystal, but this was his first day at the school. Oh, he's so adorable. Cute. Oh, look I at him. him. so much. He's adorable. Okay, he did write me something, but I, I do have it. I journaled about it. So it you was, tell me. The topic was, um, who do you want, write a letter to someone who you want to thank or someone who you want to appreciate. <laughs> and we were sitting there and I was like, and at this moment, Hyan was still fresh on his mind, right? Oh. So he was like, I was like, you know, I started naming people. What about this person? What about this person? And then, and I was like, what about Miss Cow? And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh. So he writes, he draws this picture and he, he, he writes, thank you in the front of the card. And I, and I had to send it to her. And she was like, she's like, how dare you? <laughs> I know. I, I can absolutely see her being too. like, how dare you give me this? Now I'm all Yes. <laughs> it was really, but he, he wrote, thank you, but he also had a message. I'm going to find I it. Remember the I love that. It was really sweet. It was a really sweet message. Um, so oh my God, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. You so actually sweet. gave us, um, what is it? Um, like Christmas cards. And it was a picture of oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> And your fiance at the time, yes, it on our fridge. I oh, love it. She, you did tell me that. That is so funny. It's it. still oh on God. the fridge, so he sees it all the time. He's like, Miss Cow. I'm like, Yes, <laughs> he knows me by Miss Cow. I love him so freaking much. Um, what was I gonna ask you now? Now you're like oh. bringing me down memory lane, and it makes me so just <laughs> happy. But how is he doing currently? Because I do want to dive into. Your youngest, which I was, I did not know yeah. until you had messaged me that he also was in the process of getting diagnosed. What's his name? His name is Kylo. Kylo. Oh, I love that. that. <laughs> his name is Kylo. Um, he is, he just turned three in February. Okay. So we started noticing um, signs early on um, since we're already kind of educated on the matter um he wasn't already he wasn't talking which was a red flag already um he he's fascinated in cars but he likes to flip them upside down and just watch the wheel spin anything that spins yeah so it was different from arian because arian was all dinosaurs 24 7 yes and kylo is all spinning and tires and he, um, what else did we notice? Picky food, very picky, picky. Oh. He, all he wanted was crunchy chips, the junk food. Mm-hmm. So it was. It's really, just like Aryan a little bit, huh? A little bit, but sort of. Honestly, it it feels like me that Kylo's a little bit more severe, okay, compared to Aryan. But again, uh-huh. he's still he's only three. Yeah. So we're working on it, but luckily now that we're in the know and we know what it was our suspicions were correct we went ahead Mm -hmm. and we went through um the school district 
get his ID. So when he starts school, absolutely his 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 services will will come through. Um, but we actually got him into ABA therapy. Mm, so even right. his pediatrician, his pediatrician was like, "Yes, get him awesome. tested." do it and she's she just gave me all the uh, referrals that day she's like oh Here, I love it oh. and what yeah. did you all experience with uh, your youngest and like I guess such early intervention have you seen you know just differences positive or negative uh the the difference is um I guess you can say both um, the positives is that I, the, we know what to look for in these meetings. We, we know, um, what has to be done. They're not going to tell us no. And if they tell us yeah. no, we know what to do and what to say. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and, um, I guess the negative is now that we're going to the unknown again, doing ABA therapy. The only reason why we're doing ABA therapy, because, uh, a niece of mine, um, she was also diagnosed with autism, which is Arian's oh. um, cousin. Mm. Got it. Wow. So, so she did ABA therapy and um, it did wonders for her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we decided to try and do that with Kylo um, to try and just give him a better chance once he gets into you know, to school. Um, right yeah. now he's only three. So hopefully a year might do a big difference for him, which I honestly, I already see a big difference. He, before ABA, he would throw all his toys to the ground. He didn't like, he didn't like me putting his toys up. He liked a mess. Yeah. yeah. And now he can stand his toys being put up. He won't throw them oh, down wow. all the time. Um, he went from, not talking to going to a um we rock the spectrum one of those spectrum autism uh yeah Jerry. yeah he, he went straight up to the cashier register hi i was like you uh, like you talk like uh, when did this happen cool. how long has he been doing aba he's only been in it for a month wow That's look at the progress that is amazing He's doing wonderful. The other day we were watching Color Crew. Apparently that's what he likes to watch at school. Um, and we were sitting there watching it and he just said, orange. I said, what? Yes, orange. That is orange. Come on. What else do you have Aww. for me? Yeah. So it's, it's, it, it, it's been a wonder for him. It's, it's amazing how much growth there has been for Kyle. I love that. For just the short span of time. So this specific ABA place, they actually have a speech therapist and occupational therapist come in and help them if yeah. the children need it. So they yeah, try to amazing. incorporate circle time. They do their therapies there. Um, they, they mold everything around the child. So basically, if he is having a bad moment, like transitioning, that's one big thing that that Kylo has uh, trouble with is transitions. Right. That's yeah. their main focus right now. Because yeah, he'll he'll flop, but he doesn't throw himself to the floor. Um, he'll more like land on his knees. And that's his yeah. way of saying, I don't want to do that. And that's something mm -hmm. that 
the school has been able to communicate with me. Hey, when he does this, this is what this means. Like they're literally figuring out how he's trying to communicate. Communicate. Absolutely. And they've catched on. They're like, okay, he doesn't want to do that. Let's, let's, let's redirect him. Let's do something. Absolutely. It's it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Um, The, the growth, the change in him. It's awesome. So I'm just excited to see what one year would do for him there. Yeah, absolutely. So I know that you just, you just said to like, since you guys were more educated about an autism diagnosis, like how did this one feel though? Did it hurt just as much as when Arian was diagnosed or do you feel hurt? Yeah, it still hurts. You know, um, it's, it's like, Oh Jesus Christ, here we go again. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, do we really have to go through this process again? Like, do yeah. you know, scared of maybe getting the door slammed in our face again just because again. they hear autism? Um, so it's it's tough, but now knowing more that I know of what the schools can do and can't do, um, yeah. it, I know. I can advocate for my son and I don't have to be scared of anybody. Uh, But luckily, you know, luckily I work for a a school. So uh, most likely I'll probably be able to take him with me. I won't have to worry about anything. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's really good. I'm so glad. And I'm glad that he's doing so well, just being an ABA as well. It's amazing. That's if so if if parents ever have any questions, you know, just tell them. Yeah, look at ABA. It's, it's it does wonders. It does wonders. Yeah. And it's luckily for for Kylo, they did give him forty hours a week, so he's literally wow, there amazing. like a school all day, all day every day. Mm-hmm. So it's that's it's, awesome. It's getting him ready for pre-K and kindergarten. Worst case scenario, um, I love. I, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, but it's BBCA. I think that's what they're called. She's usually the one that talks. A BCBA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That I, I yeah. I love her. I could oh, I couldn't pick a perfect person for Kylo, oh, but um, she she's amazing. So if she was to tell me at the end of the school year, hey, um, I think he should stay one more year here with us, mm-hmm. and then take him to elementary. I would still go for it because she's technically like his second mom. She knows him better than I do. Really well. Yeah, absolutely. And she's seeing him grow. Well, you just said, you know, like if there's any parent that has any questions to reach out or like to do ABA, but like what advice do you have for parents going through the special education process? Like, do you have one piece of advice? Ask, don't, don't stay quiet. Ask Mm -hmm. if you're not sure ask if you yeah. feel like something's off ask yeah if, even if you're not in um a, any any district there is a parent liaison for the department of special education if you're not sure go ask them if you don't want to talk to the school go ask them that's what they're there for mm-hmm. you Absolutely. talk to other parents talk to yeah. a parent that's actually in the has a child with special education you're not going to know until you ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's so funny because I actually had a parent call me and they said like, hey, they're trying to kick my kid out. I'm like, oh, you need to do this. Go, go. 
go. It was, it was, but it was a completely different district. They were trying to push them into, into our school. And I was like, no, you call the parent liaison. You do this, you do that. You, no, you, you have rights, mom, go. (laughs) I actually love that because I think that when parents of special ed students can connect there is such a wealth of knowledge. Not only is there like a wealth of knowledge and like, oh yeah, I experienced that. Me too. There's like this camaraderie of like, we've been through this together. And yeah, I, yeah. it's unfor- I mean, it's unfortunate that I'm sitting here saying like, there's a camaraderie of saying like, oh yeah, I my son was almost picked out of his school too. You know, like that's terrible. That is yeah. not the camaraderie you want to have. But there is just something so comforting in knowing like, I've been there. I've experienced that. And- look where I'm at now. Yeah, I can help. Or like, I'm here for you or I'm here to listen. Like, I think that is huge. Yeah, that absolutely. Is. I always, I always tell parents, even when parents come to, to my school, my campus and you know, my son's autistic and it, I'm like, ma'am, preaching to the choir. I was like, and I always, I always tell my parents that, you know, are afraid. I'm like, hey, you're talking to a mom that has two autistic kids. That Don't knows. Care. Yeah. So, and they're like, really? And they look at me, they're like, really? You're so young. And then I'm like, I'm not that young, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you don't look that old, but okay. <laughs> but um, no, I tell them all the time. I don't keep it a secret, you know, and I, I do it on purpose just in case they have a question or they're not sure you know, hey, you know, can, can I ask you? Absolutely ask me. And if I don't know the answer, I will point, point to you to the person that can't answer that question. Mm-hmm. So you just never know. You, as a parent, you just have to ask if there's someone on your campus that you're close with. Um, it can be a teacher assistant. It can be the front office clerk, whoever it is. Just ask the question or ask them, can you point me in the direction of someone that can yeah. help me? Yeah. You just never know who, who, might, who might know the answer that you're looking for. But what was your biggest thing that you took away from like the diagnosis or special education process or anything like that? Being more patient, being more understanding. Um, Not even though I do have two kids on the spectrum, there's there's some similarities, but they're not the same. They're their own person. Um, One still loves dinosaurs. The other one's obsessed with cars. Arian didn't have many meltdowns and Kylo does. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things, or maybe Arian did, but I didn't know that there were meltdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember one specific one, but that's the only one that stands out. Um, but Kylo, it's it's been a little tough. It's been a little tough mm-hmm. with him, but we've been able to, you know, um, just be more understanding. Hey, something something is triggering him. He doesn't like something that's happening. So more of being understanding, um, respecting their boundaries, because you don't know what they're feeling inside. You don't yeah. know um, what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And they're not the type to project or tell you. Um, so it's just being mindful of them yeah. and their likes and their dislikes and um, just being supportive, being supportive. And um, if you don't talk to them, you're not going to know. Yeah. I talk yeah. to Arian all the time. Like, hey, what do you like? What are you into? 
do you need this? Do you want that? Like he, he was upset because he didn't get into the robotics club at his school, but you know, Christmas, it was right around Christmas. So yeah. we went ahead and we got a little robotic, you know, uh, from Amazon, little pack. Yeah. He still, he still hasn't touched them, by the way. But. Oh. <laughs> really, Aaron? Thank you. <laughs> I love that. But, you know, you never know. Yeah. Be his new thing that might be, you know, in the horizon for him. But, you know, just be patient. Learn learn your child. Each child yeah. is different. So well, even and with, I appreciate even without, with, without the spectrum, you know, just yeah. okay. They're all different. It's it's not the yeah. same. Exactly. And I think that's what I love is like you're just you're pretty much just saying again, like they're individuals. Like they're my children, but they're individuals. And I have to treat them and be patient with even with, you know, the circumstances that they're living with too, yeah. which is mm-hmm. really special. Well, I can't tell you how excited I was to have you on. I really appreciate so you agreeing to do this with us. I know. I just yes. love Bailey's face when I was like, they did a home visit and she was like, oh, like her jaw <laughs> dropped and she was pissed. Well, and I love <laughs> that I assumed a positive intent at first. I'm like, they did a home visit to see how he's doing so they could develop a prop. And then you're like, no, to make sure oh. I lived there. And I was like, <laughs> what? I loved having you on. And, um, if we have anybody like reach out to want to connect with you, I would, if you're, if you're okay with it, we'll share your email, um, and like help other parents around the world. I love it so much. And please tell Arian, I said, hi, and I'm going to go back and look at those pictures. (laughs) I'm going to find the note. I always say things like that. It's really special for me. So I'm going to have to go back and find it. For that. the next podcast. <laughs> yes, I will. For the next one, I'll be like, Crystal, I found it. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope that we'll have you on again soon. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, yeah, perfect. absolutely. Yeah, Hopefully a better experience you. with Kylo, for sure. But so far, so good. <laughs> exactly. Well, it was so well, nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. So, so nice to, to be here. And if you guys need anything, just let me know. Um, if you guys need me to come back on and just uh, supervise. Um, exactly. <laughs> or you can do that too. I love it. Need it. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. All right, bye, bye, Crystal. Bye. That was so fun. This is the best. It was oh. really cute. What did you learn from that? Let's wrap it up with like, what did yeah. you learn? What so did I learn? huge, 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 uh, kudos to Crystal as our first guest for coming on and just being so open and honest. I love that. Um, and yeah, I think for me, major thing is it's very scary for me, um, how parents, even parents who work in school districts, work in special ed, work in these environments, um, struggle to get their kids what their kiddo needs. And so I'm just considering like, that was just so sad to hear that she was told, no, he's not going to be able to enroll in this. And that, I, I don't know. It just, it opens me up to thinking about like, even parents who do work in the district that do know the process, they're, they're going to come up against barriers. And so what is the best way for us to remove those barriers and make sure that that's, that's not impacting them. Cause it just, it shouldn't be, you know, yeah. what about you? Oh, like, I think it was when you asked the question for me, like, 
how did you approach the situation? Would you have done it differently? And I, and I don't think I would, because again, I was able to set like kindly get to the point Mm -hmm. of putting him first. Right. Even though it's such a difficult thing, but it brought me back to this scenario with another like sped ed teacher at a campus and where we worked and we met with a parent and she was so terrible to the parent. I mean, like we went to the meeting and, and the child was identified with um, intellectual disability. And she's like, do you know what this is? This means your child's mentally retarded. And I'm like, what? Like I, and I get that the term mentally retarded was used in the past, but man, is it delivery? Like that's exactly Bailey. Like I'm just still like, like I get a visceral reaction every time I hear that word. Right. Because like, you're just like, no. And like, exactly. But she just, she would use it. And like, she tried, and I remember, you know, afterwards saying like, I really don't like that. I don't feel comfortable like with you saying that word. And I'm not trying to knock that. Like that's the term that we used to use in Texas. Right. Or like yeah. elsewhere, like that was the, the term, but we've gotten away from it because right. and when you that- grow, you grow and you continue to stay like, these are yeah. things that are not appropriate. It wasn't appropriate yeah. then, yeah. but especially now it, it's not appropriate. And it's just so, Oh, Correct. that's so frustrating. And she would use the word retarded. Like, like to knock somebody down, like, oh, that person's so retarded. Like that means you're using it in a negative context. So I can't, I can't like it. Like I can't, I can't jump on board. But anyway, so the, besides the point was obviously that delivery was terrible. The mom left sobbing, crying, like first time she ever, like just so angry. She was so angry and I don't blame her. Right. No. Like, so I think it would, Crystal was just reminding me like doing it from like an open and honest place. But again, delivery is such a huge thing. Like yeah. you don't want to freaking well, deliver news like that. People are right. crazy. That's but she still did it till this day. And she's probably still there saying the same shit. And that is horrible. People I will never laugh. freaking OCR complaints so fast. Right? <laughs> like, I was like, Ooh, I mean, like not, I, I was like, it's just so inappropriate. And I think that's the thing. Like people just say things and don't understand the connotation and how it's going to impact. And it's like, what? Yeah. And it's their baby. Like I think, and I think for you and I, we don't have kids. Right. So it's like, I really like having conversations with parents because they're trying to give us perspective from the other side of the table. Like we're on the other side. So it is nice to hear that like perspective of like, we just want open and honesty. Like, yeah, I don't need you doing welfare checks on my home to see if I live there. I need, I just need you to support my child. That's insane. (laughs) That's insane. No, but what a great first episode. But you invited Crystal. I think this was really fun. I cannot wait for our next guest. But I am already thinking of some stories because of just some of what she brought up that I'm like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember that. So I think we have a lot coming up. I know. Well, I'm so excited. Um, I hope you guys tune in for the next episode of Spadori's. If you have a story, Bailey, how can they get on? Email us at and hi and you're going to have to say the email again because you always spell it right and I always spell it wrong but it is spedoris at s-p-e-d-o-r-i-e-s at gmail.com yes please tune in next week and we will see you guys soon bye bye